1: all right, now we are joined by Dan Fitzpatrick, who, of course, is American, and so can you. Uh, you can find him, of course, over at EPL Index. Dan, I need you to tell me all the things that happened with the U.S. men's national team. I was actually out of town when this happened, seeing the result. Maybe that wasn't such a bad thing.
0: Uh, yeah, it wasn't great. It wasn't great, although among the things that happened in America this week, it was pretty low down the list, but... Um, game started with a surprise lineup selection. We played 3 5 2. Some people said four, 3 4 3, but I'm pretty sure it was 3 5 2. Um, with who it? Omar Gonzalez, John Brooks, and Matt Beesler as the three center backs. Uh, Timmy Chandler, who was always hated, and Fabian Johnson as wing backs. With Kulisik um, at 10, and Altidore and Bobby Wood up top. Uh, Michael Bradley and um, Jermaine Jones. As the two central midfielders. And it really did not start well. We really just, we didn't, it looked like we'd only had two training sessions worth of uh, practice with it. They just, it just didn't work. Straight up, it did not work. We ended up changing formation before halftime. Uh, Mexico scored a very much deserved goal in the first half, went into halftime leading 1 0. Then the um, U.S. came back at it much better in the second half, equalized about five. Yeah, like five six minutes in, through um, Bobby Wood took who had who took his goal very very well. Uh, he continues to impress for the team. Um, then, yeah, at that point it was like after the goal it was probably pretty even. Maybe the U.S. just edged it. Maybe Mexico just edged it. But um, then very late in the game, Mexico got a set piece, flick header at the near post went in, and there was enough time for the U.S. to come back from it. 2-1 loss, not dos a zero. First time we've conceded in Columbus to Mexico and first time we've lost. Not a good result. Jocker. But, um, yeah, not a good result. Not as bad a performance as some people would look at it as because, you know, as soon as anything goes our way or goes against us, it's usually blame Klinsman, blame Klinsman nowadays. But, yeah, it wasn't a good result ultimately.
1: Mm. Uh, well, you just talked about it, blaming Klinsman. Do you blame Klinsman at all?
0: I have a tough time blaming the coach when I know the talent level is as low to, as it is. I know Concacaf that's less relevant, but may, maybe he, sh- or he shouldn't have tried a formation change when he knows his players aren't quite as adaptable, especially on such short notice. Um, so there, he could definitely take some blame for that. I'm not going to go... I, I have neither an opinion of Klinsman out or Klinsman should absolutely stay. Again, I think the biggest problem is the talent level more than anything.
1: Fair enough. Uh, You were telling me before we started that there was a bit of a public rift with some players saying that the tactics weren't right, and then Klinsman blaming those players by saying that uh, they were the reason the tactic didn't work. Is that uh, surprising to hear that there's that much discord within the team?
0: Uh, Yeah, and um, as I did say, I don't think it was, or Klinsman was quite that. Well, from what I saw, he was maybe direct in the fact that Bradley and Jones were did not help the formation, but I'm not sure he straight up said these are the this is the reason it failed. He may have. I haven't actually seen all the exact quotes, just um headlines of it, but it does surprise me. I wasn't I was hardly expecting it. But um Clinton probably wasn't wrong in the fact that um Bradley and Jones were the reason it failed. They were often they they left a lot of space in front of them. They tended to drop too deep into the back three or get caught up the pitch, they just—they just, they clearly didn't really know what to do in that formation. But then, Bradley, on the other hand, Bradley is right. Like, why are you going to change the tactics when you've only got two training sessions to do it against the toughest team in CONCACAF?
1: does seem uh, surprising, but we have seen random formation changes by teams in England thus far this season. So.
0: That is true.
1: I guess there are crazier things. Uh, you mentioned P- Pulisic? P- Pulisic. Pulisic? Pulisic. That guy who played for
0: Dortmund, that one guy, guy.
1: (laughs) as he's affectionately known. I'm interested to hear what you think his ceiling is because we've seen a lot of uh, kind of false dawns with the U.S. youth players in the past. Um, Does he fall on that scale, or do you think he'll fall closer
0: to the Dempsey Donovan side? Uh, He real expletive good. He's really good. (laughs) Uh, I. I think it will be a disappointment if he is not the U.S.'s best ever player. He definitely has that talent level. And, I mean, look, he's already playing week in, week out for Dortmund. Is that because Marco Royce is hurt and Andre Schurrle has been in and out of the team? Somewhat. But he is genuinely that good. hes It will be a disappointment if he's not the U.S.'s best ever player, injuries allowing. Any
1: further thoughts on the U.S. team before we get into something that will sadden you potentially more?
0: Um... Bobby was good. That's nice. That's Mm. cool. Uh, John Brooks, also pretty good. Outside of that, not really. U.S. is what they are.
1: Fair enough. All right, well, then we will move on to your club team, which is Arsenal. There have been a couple of injuries over the international break, although it sounds like Alexis might be uh, back already, which is strange, but maybe don't pull him back into training. We've seen England be a lot more judicious with their injuries, allowing players like Harry Kane to go back to their club to avoid injury, (laughs) Sounds like, uh, maybe that should happen here. But, uh, Wenger came out publicly, denounced Chile for continuing to use Alexis, even though he was messing with an injury. Hector Bellerin's now hurt. And a lot of Arsenal fans are just kind of in the, uh, oh, here we go again mode.
0: Well, it is November and things tend to go horrible in November. It's really a terrible month. Um, we should just get rid of November as a whole concept. (laughs) Uh, but, uh, yeah, no, Chile have Chile do what Chile do. Um is it Bayern Munich as we looked up before, Bayern Munich have also come out and condemned them because, you know, they do what they do. They play their players in the dirt in the ground and they don't really care about their club health. I mean this is Chile's uh, their game against Uruguay, right? On uh this or next mm. game up. I think it's Uruguay. And it's their last qualifier till March. So they don't care about the players' health. They just They need to win the game. Their World Cup life is on the line, so they don't really care. I don't think that's right. You should be concerned about the player's health. That's that is what I believe is right, whether he's on my team or not. Um, But Alexis Sanchez is not a human being. He is a superman. He is a bionic human who's probably part dog because that would explain how he his love for his dogs. That's the only explanation.
1: Don't know where that's going, but sure.
0: He has an Instagram for his dogs. It's a thing. It's like a separate insane. one, or he just puts his yeah, dogs. Yes, like a, a separate on one, like a separate mm. one. It's it. be said every time you talk about Alexis <laughs> Sanchez, he is in love with his dogs more than he loves any human. <laughs> every, every time you just have to have to get that out. But um, yeah, no. <clears throat> uh, it, apparently he's fit. He apparently is back in full training. He might play for Ur- against Uruguay. Uh, um yeah that might happen i won't watch the game or if i do it'll be behind my couch but um hopefully he comes through a fit i'm not gonna put any money on it but he like i said he is a superhuman so hopefully it works out Bayerine also hurt i'm not actually sure how that happened i'm just gonna assume it was training but i heard ankle injury out for about a month this would be okay if it was, like, Nacho Real, our other Spanish fullback, because we have cover. We don't really have cover at right back. We have Carl Jenkinson, who, as much as I love him, doesn't exactly meet the required standard when it comes to footballing ability and stuff. You know, passion <laughs> tends not to make up for that as much as people seem to think it does. No, yeah. Um, yeah. If Carl Jensen starts against United, I will be very happy for him and also absolutely terrified for myself.
1: Fair enough. All right, well, uh, this has been brief, but we got all of the important bits in here anyway, so why don't you tell the folks where they can find you.
0: Uh, You can find me on Twitter at the underscore jersey underscore fits and writing at com. Thanks for having me on.
1: Yep, fun having you back. Hope the U.S. does better. Arsenal, eh, not so much.
0: Go away, Kevin. (laughs) talk to you later